This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. I am your co-host, Jessica Weckerlin. I am here with my bestie, Laurie Wallace. Hey, guys. What's up? Oh, my gosh. We have the greatest stuff to talk about today. We're so excited. It's Um, so exciting. I know. So exciting. A lot of great stuff. Um, But before we get to that, per usual, we just want to start with a moment of gratitude. And Laurie and I just came off of a really wild weekend, which we'll I get into. I feel like into. we say that every episode. <laughs> I, no, but this weekend was, was especially wild. Especially wild. Um, so yeah, I'm just closing my eyes, taking a moment, and uh, just like filling my heart space up with all the goodness and gratitude of you guys. Thank you so much. Um, we know your time is valuable, um, so thank you for spending it with us. Um, if anything we say interests you today, like share, rate, review, um, keep, keep it coming, engage with us. We love that. Um, so let's talk about the good stuff, working your badass energy. So here's the thing, y'all. Um, And we've talked about this a little bit on social media. If you follow us, you may have seen this, but um, Laurie and I designed a course called Working Your Badass Energy, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, It's also like not just a course, it's like a live in-person offering. Like not, yeah, Yeah, like like you get to come and like- Not like like on our Thinkific account. Right. Like- It may turn into that too someday, but like, yeah, uh, face-to-face, in-person education, And you know what I was thinking about when I was driving here? What? Was that in order to talk about working your badass energy, we have to talk about this context of what it means to be working something. Oh, yeah. You know, like that we use that verb a lot, you know, but that since we started getting into working with energy and our own healing journeys, and sometimes there's these big things that come up, um, we call them triggers, you know, like maybe that you're working. Working my self-worth. Yeah. I'm working my I'm working validation my, or I'm working. competing or, you know, like comparing right. myself to others or what are yeah. you working right now? You know, like yeah. what concepts and themes are coming up for you that you're like, hmm, I need to work on that, you know? So that's mm-hmm. what we mean by working something. Yeah. Which led into this working your badass energy mm-hmm. class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you listen to Vilma Subel's episode, which I can't think right now, so I can't tell you what number It's called Coming Out of the Energy Closet. And if you haven't listened to it, you best go listen to it right now. Yeah. So Vilma Subel, if you have not listened to the episode, she is a freaking gem. Um, Definitely our people. Yes. She owns Ziphium Salon in Kansas City. And she also... Um... Really, like, heads posts up. The, yeah. Yeah. Like, she um, hosts the Midwest Hairstyling Awards. And if you're not in the beauty industry, these award shows are, like, regional, you know, showing off 
the best, most creative work of that region. Yeah, giving a chance for the talent in each region to create hair and, you know, makeup designs. They get to style their own looks of things and submit their work. Right. To really impressive artists that they bring in to be judges. You know, like the the list of judges at the Midwest Hair Styling Awards this year is really inspiring. Oh my God, like, yeah. It's like, going to be we're great. We're talking big time celebrity stylists. Yeah. You know, this, is, this isn't just some small, dinky little like, Oh, Midwest show. No, this is like a really big deal. It's um, so cool. It's a big deal. So anyway, Vilma. Um, I've hung out with Vilma a handful of times um, because I've done work in Kansas City, which is so weird. I never thought like, what? But I have. And I just really connected with her. And I was like, Laurie, we got to work with this lady. And so we all started like kind of talking. And that led into us doing a class at the Midwest Hairstyling Awards. Yeah. And it's so funny because like when we started podcasting and inviting people onto our podcast, I remember all the pressure I used to feel about like, how are we going to monetize this podcast? How are we going to turn it into something that's business? How are we going to turn it into something that we can like do for a living? And that things like working your badass energy and your connection with Vilma and how it turned into her being a guest on the podcast that then turned into the three of us really feeling aligned that the industry was ready to start talking about energy work behind the chair. Yeah. And that, you know, if you look at how long Vilma's been in the business, you know, like how long you've been in the business, how oh long God. I've been in the business. Like, it what really did she is. Say? What did she say? How long did she say Don't she was going to be right in the now. business? Like you said, it's been a long weekend. Like, my brain is Swiss cheese, but... Um, okay, I mean, I don't want to offend her. I want to say it was some wild number, like... 40 years in the business as or something. As long as I've I'm been like, alive, probably. Like, yeah. Did you start when you were 12? Yeah, she was born oh my in the God. business. Yeah. You look amazing. <laughs> she um, looks great. Like, and I don't even... So, Vilma, props. Because, like, I don't know how old you are, but damn, girl, you look good. She's um, super hot. Yeah. Um. So, okay. But the timing's right. Right. And the right. industry's ready to start talking about energy work behind the chair. Right. So... Yeah. So this episode, I feel like if you are a service provider, whether that means you are a hairstylist, a makeup artist, an esthetician, I think that this is very important information for you to take in. And for any employment situation, really, if you're like working one-on-one with customer service, like I don't care if you work retail, I don't care if you're in sales, we're constantly dealing with other people's energy. So even though, yes, we design this for service providers, I do have a strong opinion that this can really bleed into any industry. I think that we're teaching it to service providers in the industry because we got an opportunity to, but this class transfers to everyone and in anyone who has a job. Yeah. If you have a job, <laughs> right. you are moving and working and absorbing other people's energy, period and end of story. However, if you're talking about the beauty business, you guys are doing it a lot of times six to eight clients a day, right? five days a week, 50 weeks a year. And that that is a lot to hold in a job and an industry that that's not what you were trained to do. Correct. You know, like that hairdressers and makeup artists and spa therapists a lot of times are trained to do a technical service. And that the addition of this relationship that you have with this client that you've been nurturing for some of you, you know, like one year, five year, 20 years, 30 years you've been working with these people, they feel really comfortable to come and sit in your chair and then it becomes about so much more 
than just what you're doing to their hair. They feel like they can unload everything because you're holding this safe space for them. Right. Um, And guys, just from my own personal experience, I've only been behind the chair. I say only. I mean, it for 14 years, I mean, which I know is no small amount of time, but there are... Not considering how old you are. Right. There are service providers out there who have done this like millennia longer than I have. But um, just from my time behind the chair, I have had guests tell me about their marriages falling apart, their miscarriages, their stillbirths, um, their animals dying, their parents dying, um, losing their jobs, losing their homes. Um, Literally, like, the heaviest things that, like, typically when you just have a short amount of time with someone, they wouldn't unload on you. Hairstylists and people in the beauty industry get that. And then they, the client is like, oh, I feel so much better. And they get to walk out the door. And like, how many times, Laurie, particularly like when people told me about stillbirths and miscarriages, how many times did I come up to you during our time working together and be like, I just want to cry. Yeah. Uh, Countless times, more times than I can count. Yeah. Sometimes there were actual tears. Like, Yeah. yeah. And that's just one, sh- like, corner of the stuff. Because it's also, like, clients... It's also good stuff, too. Well, it's good stuff, know, but I mean, but- like, it's also, like, clients who had a really bad day. Oh, yeah. And feel like because they're paying you, they can, like, abuse you and be ugly. You know, like, that right. I'm hurting, so, got- so I want to hurt somebody else kind of thing. So they got a nail in their tire on the way to work, and it was raining, yeah. and their assistant fucked up their lunch order and their boss was being an asshole. And, you know. So it might not be that it's directed at you, right. but that you are still holding that space right. for them You're the punching to, bag. yeah, rage yeah. or, you know, like vent is yeah. a really good word, you know, about what's going on with them. And even if it is good stuff, even if it is like, I got engaged, I'm getting married, I'm pregnant and so excited. They don't always know what you're dealing with. Right. And so sometimes people's excitement and good news is also triggering Triggering. and hard to hold, you know? So no matter what is coming, when you're holding space and in a hairdresser's, spa therapist, makeup artist's estimation, you're holding this small space, it's affecting you, the service provider, but it's also your next client feels that shit, okay? So Mm -hmm. let's say your client's like, oh my God, my hair looks great. I feel so much better. Thanks for listening. Like, I don't know what I'd do without you. And then they leave. That energy from everything that they vented and unloaded is still sitting in that five by five area. Not to mention attached to your energy field, you know, Mm -hmm. and that this concept of energy work behind the chair, whether you like it or not, this is going on unless you know how to hold really clear energetic boundaries. Mm And how to remove stagnant energy that's not serving you, right? Um, And that this is something that I always intuitively knew before I, like, consciously knew it. But now that um, we're teaching it to people and allowing people this opportunity to learn how to clear and run the energy in their space, but also their own energy field, what I'm also really excited about is that, you know, your salon, Badass Beauty and Healing, is this perfect marriage and convergence of these two concepts, right? Because it is about 
beauty on the outside, but it's also about clear, clean, energetic beauty on the inside. And that there's work that you are doing intentionally with these guests, that there's a reason why they keep coming back because your energy is more clear now than it was in your previous Mm -hmm. work environments. You can control how energy moves and flows through your space now. But that's only because you've become consciously aware of it and you've been practicing these things. And that I'm so curious from your perspective how your workflow and work life feels different because of your awareness of holding your own energetic boundaries and the ability for you to clear your chair, clear the salon, you know, Mm -hmm. and make it a clean space for the next guest to come into. Yeah. So I've found it extremely empowering to like, so I personally, in my own ritual and practice, I sage my house once a week. And I usually do that on like a Monday or Tuesday. Um, because I'm usually taking clients Thursday through Saturday, sometimes Wednesday through Saturday. So I try to do it before I get the week started. Um, and I pull Oracle cards and I really just try to start the day off with an intention, a sign from the universe, something that I need to work that day or concentrate on. Um, so Oracle cards I've been pulling lately have been like, so my deck that I'm working with right now is like the Rose Oracle. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you listen to our divine feminine episode, we talked a lot about a lot about how the Rose is like a signal of feminine energy. Um, and so, you know, how petals peel back and you're like revealing yourself to the world. Um, being a leader. And, you know, so these are like things that I've just been accepting from the universe, like through working that kind of stuff. And that's before I take any clients. Days before you take clients. Yeah. Yeah. So like, (laughs) that's the work that I do before anyone steps into my space. Now to keep myself grounded and clear, I concentrate on my aura and um, emulating my intention that I'm working with that day and holding space to where, you know, you can give it to me, I can hold it, and it doesn't affect me. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. Well, it's a practice. It is a practice. It's a practice. Um, but it's just so interesting to me how working in my own space with badass beauty and healing, where I feel so much more authentic and myself and running things the way I want to run them, how aligned I feel and how much less stressful it is. And I'm booking just as crazy, if not crazier than I did before, yeah. because I'm working less days. Yeah. Um, and making more money. And making way more money. And um, being able to afford myself, um, 
I mean, not that my lifestyle has mega changed, but you know, things that I wouldn't have been able to do before, like I'm able to do now, um, even down to the smallest. Right. So, um, I think that clients feel that. And I feel like we talked about this on the podcast before I used to be a shaker. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to shake all the time. Um, I don't shake anymore. Your nervous system is healing itself. Yeah, Yeah. Like, um, Yeah, I just, I don't, my, my body knows the difference yeah. because um, trauma lives in your body yeah. and without going into mega detail, when you're in particular environments dealing with things, you know, that stuff shows on the outside, your body physically manifests what you're feeling. Well, and what I think is so interesting about the shaking and the roots of some of that trauma as you've been working that, you know, idea is that your conscious mind a lot of was not willing to address a lot of that trauma at the time, but your body was addressing it, you know, yeah. like, and that's what the shaking was about. And the more that you confronted it in your conscious mind, the more your body could heal its nervous system. And then, yeah, like you said, there's not shaking anymore. And that's well, and magic. How many times clients pointed it out Mentioned to me it, yeah. as if I didn't know it was happening. Right. <laughs> like, thank you. Yes, yeah. I understand. Mostly it was out of concern. They were just yeah. like, are you okay? Well, because it, yeah, it's disconcerting. Right. When someone's when, wielding a pair of sharpened shears, shears next yeah. to your head totally. and they're shaking, like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, Getting into this concept that like, no matter what, if you're in the beauty business and you're working on people, then you are managing energy. Right. I want to circle back to this idea of, I can hold space for these clients, right? But when they give me these things, whatever it is, the good stuff, the bad stuff, I've had a bad day, this is so frustrating, whatever, you know, that I can hold it for you on the outside of my own energetic space. Where you know, like most of us are unconscious empaths, you know, we unconsciously empathetically absorb and pick up things all day long all around us, which is why you're so drained and exhausted at the end of the day. But once you learn this idea of having an energetic boundary around you, we call it an aura a lot of times, and then you connect this to the idea that your guest also has an energetic boundary around them, and when you two are sitting so close to one another, there's an overlap. There is an overlap <laughs> yes. of your energetic boundaries, right? And that you have to be conscious of. And I do this a lot when people are like letting loose, even if we're like at lunch or, you know, and, and I'm not up in their personal space. Yeah. Immediately when people start venting and letting the shit fly, I'm like, okay, I'm going to ground myself. I'm going to strengthen my energetic boundary. I'm going to hold space for them, but I'm not going to let it get in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I hold it on the outside. That that conscious awareness makes such a huge difference in how emotionally and energetically drained you feel at the end of the day after working with several people in a row. It also, and like that's just layer one to working your badass sound energy is this awareness that you have an energetic boundary and field and so do your guests and that physically you can't keep them from overlapping and enmeshing. And that you have to, in your consciousness, in your mind's eye, start to hold your own boundary. And that that does not mean that you are not looking out for them. It actually means you are looking out for them. 
and yourself and creating a safe container for both of you to do your work in. But then in this class, we're also kind of taking it to the next level where then it becomes about how can I clear my own energy and clear my chair or clear my room or my salon once a client has left? Mm -hmm. Because like you said, it's a practice. Nobody's perfect, right? And so shit's going to stick sometimes. Things are going to slide and slip in and you're still going to pick up some of this energy, especially when it's new to you and you are practicing. Like um, even the people I know with the most solid boundaries still slip up and, you know, like hold on to stuff. We're human. So teaching people how to clear this energy, we call it running our energy a Mm -hmm. lot of times, where you work through your own energetic system and you remove things that are no longer serving you. And sometimes that might be stuff that's flying around from clients, but that also might be the argument you had with your sister on the phone yesterday. It might have been the weird tension that was going on between you and your spouse. It might it could be any number of things, right? Your boss was on your case about something and you took something personally and held on to it. So like this practice of clearing and running our own energy, it helps us remove the things that don't serve, that don't belong to us, and replace it with this really beautiful, high vibrational, clearing energy that supports us in where we're going next. So that is kind of like this second layer. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to be teaching this meditation in the class. Yeah. Um, We're going to do it live. We're going to let our, you know, the people that come to the class practice it, you know, like for themselves, with each other. And we'll have a recording. And then you also have a digital download that you can take with you. So when you're learning to do this, you know, like it's easier when you listen to somebody else do it with you. But eventually... Your body knows how to do this. And you can do it so much quicker yourself. Yeah. Because when you're learning, like when you and I were learning it, for example, it took 14 minutes. Yeah. Like 11 to 14 minutes, I would say. And then like once you memorize it, you can work it. I mean, within seconds of yourself, like as long as you're aware of what's happening. Well, but you know what? You know, yeah. Because you're remembering how to do this. Like, you already know. We're just bringing it to your attention, and your energetic body is going to be like, oh, yeah, y'all, I remember how to do this. (laughs) And then when you practice it on the regular, and when I first started working with this, like, I'm not even joking. I did it like five or six times a day where I was like, "Uh uh-uh, that hurts my heart. It's time to run my energy, you know? like, um, But I notice sometimes that it's doing it without me even being aware, and I'm like, oh, look. I'm running energy from the earth, right? You know, like that your body starts to recognize when you need the support and it just starts working its way into an everyday practice. Or even like um, sometimes when I'm feeling like an unconsciously and like I catch myself feeling really airy and spacey and I'm like, where am I? What am I doing? Every day. Like what's happening right now? That like I need to run my energy and get a little more grounded. You know what I mean? That there's like too much cosmic stuff going on. And you know what I mean? So like recognizing and I would have never three years ago ever have known that that's what was what you needed happening. You know what I mean? It's just really interesting. Well, and that once you have the tools and you know how to work it. Like I said, it's a practice and it's not perfect every single time. But it makes life a lot easier. It also connects so much to this idea that like 
we physically ground a lot, right? So it's so grounding and soothing to walk barefoot on the earth, you know, like I'm straight up digging up garden beds in my backyard and laying in the dirt sometimes because I'm feeling so spacey, you know, Mm -hmm. but that your energetic system can't tell the difference between you actually standing on the earth and then you imagining that you're standing on the earth. And so I remember when I first begin to learn some of these practices, not in the last year because that I was ready for it and it felt a little bit different. But I mean like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, anytime that I would get into the space of like guided meditation and setting intentions that it was almost kind of like a joke to me where I was like, oh really? You're just going to imagine it? Like, woo, that works really well. You know, like I needed things to be physical and tangible Tangible. and show me the actual results. And if you can't show me that, then don't bring me your stupid woo-woo, airy, fairy bullshit. Like that's not going to work for me. Fast forward to now and like most of my experience with seeing things in reality and holding them in my hand all begins with me setting an energetic intention mm-hmm. and deciding that that shit is already done and letting the world work itself to a point where I can see it in real life. So you have to believe in what you're doing enough for it to work. It requires your belief in yourself and in your ability to do this kind of work and running this energy. But the last layer of the class, which is like, you know, once you practice these other things, and you feel more comfortable with them, is that it moves into this space where you can begin to support other people in running their energy, which, you know, we created some content this weekend that's really, really exciting Mm -hmm. of you showing people, um, by example, how you would work with a client in the chair and help them run their own energy while you're running your energy, while it's clearing the energy in the space, you know? So, like, you can layer all of these things on top of each other where running energy with a guest could become an additional add-on service. It could be part of your consultation a lot of times. Like Mm -hmm. there are ways that when you get more familiar with this kind of work that you are able to offer it to clients and give them another reason to feel comfortable and safe and held in your chair to this point of badass beauty and healing, you know, like that it is so much more than just a technical service. And, but that may not be for every client, but it's, you know, I was about to say, like, you don't have to believe in the seven chakras in the energy centers in your body. You don't, you know, have to believe in spirit guides, and, you know, like whatever the woo woo bullshit that like, you know, a lot of people in the spiritual community believe in, right? You don't have to believe in it. What I know from like my journey is just even like opening my mind to it and trying it. Even when I was struggling with like, what does this mean? What is, you know, that it still felt so good. Still works. You know, that even if like you don't understand what's happening or what that chakra means or what the meaning behind that is, that just taking a moment and having that little ritual, I think makes all the difference. And your brain might not understand. Okay. Like, yeah, which but, is, your, but your heart and your, your body soul, and your soul yeah. understand that shit, no matter how resistant you are to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was like a big turning point for me 
was when I realized that like my logical brain did not have to make sense of what I was doing. And as soon as I released that need to be able to logically explain what I was doing, and I was just like, okay, so I'll just let that go and see what happens. Everything starts to slide into place after that. Because like I said, this is something that, um, it's why dogs and babies are so <laughs> clear and, you know, open channels for love and acceptance. And no, people don't have expectations of them, you know, like that they are this clear channel of energetic purity, right? Mm -hmm. We know your energy system remembers and it knows. It's just this super brainy act ego mind that is getting up in the way sometimes and being like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense, you know? And, yeah. and that's okay. That's what I mean by... I feel like the industry is ready for this. And that if this was something that I would have been passionate about 20 years ago and tried to launch, you know, like into the industry, I don't think it was ready for it then. No. But I think in 2022, like there are enough of us that see that the way that business has been going in this industry has got to change. And that the way that we can Especially make it... Especially since COVID. Yeah, the way we make it sustainable in the beauty business to have hairdressers that want to have 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 years career in this industry is that we do start to hold our own energetic space and create safe energetic space for our guests. And that that's what's going to create the longevity in the future. Amen. And you know, so another part to this, and I just like to bring this up before we go. Um, we're actually teaching this class before we go to the Midwest Hairstyling Kendrick Awards. Lounge, baby. That's right, baby. But when we had um, our consultation with the lovely owner there, um, we had this conversation that like her specific need for her employees was like, for example, the way the beauty industry has been, and this is the way it was in our former workspace right. was basically you don't matter leave your shit at the door it'll be there when you leave whatever problems you have like they don't bring don't, them in my place like they don't exist here yeah. like that there was no space for a service provider to have feelings no or to have an off day feelings get in the way of the bottom line right yeah that you are strictly there to provide the service and to listen to whatever shit is thrown your way. And no matter how you feel about that, well, too effing bad. Yeah. It is a stage out there. Yeah. You get out there and you perform. You perform. Yeah. Now make me money. Right. And so I was so happy during our consultation that she brought this up of, about, um, Wanting to move out of that. Yeah. And at the same time, to not let one little thing derail your day. And so I think I was like, oh my God, this is so perfect. Yeah. Yes, you are human and you are allowed to have moments and acknowledge them and work them. And you don't have to let someone else's shit get up in the way of all of that. Yeah, totally. It also like, I'm so inspired by the direction that the industry is shifting and moving. 
And every time I've shared, because like you said, we've talked about this class a little bit, but like this is really just like the official launching of right. it this month right. that we're getting into. But every time I've shared with my friends in the industry what the class is, what it's about, all of them have said overwhelmingly, we need this. And that it seems like salon owners and educators and influencers in the industry are recognizing that without this conversation of having your own boundaries in your workspace, like we talk a lot about boundaries in this 2022 world that we're in, you know, and lots of people are teaching about boundaries, but they're sometimes that boundaries conversation just becomes the like, I'm not going to put up with your shit. So I'm setting myself a boundary now, or I know my worth and my value. And so I'm setting myself a boundary and all of that's important. But who else is talking about your energetic boundaries Mm -hmm. and how you don't, I love this concept of holding your own space. Because if I'm holding my own space, then I don't need validation from the outside. Right. Then I don't need extra attention. So I feel like I'm important and involved. You know, like I can hold my own space. And that hairdressers that can do that have the most clients. Mm-hmm. They have the most respect from the team. They charge higher prices. They have more flexibility and more family and personal time. They are happier doing this work. And when people have weak energetic boundaries, they are overworked. Nobody's looking out for their best interests and they're feeding the machine and pushing and pushing and pushing and they're not getting back what they need because all of their energy is leaking out all over the right. place. It's like and a dance monkey dance really, situation. And that teaching people energetic boundaries like this is going to support them at work, but also at home and in their relationships and then the way that they work with money everything, you know, like it just changes everything. So we're going to teach it in this concept of working behind the chair, but that it can be used universally, you know, like top to bottom. So yeah, we're teaching it in salon locations. We're going to be launching it if you want to bring it into your salon or you want to bring it into your workplace. Um, I find that, yeah, like all workspaces could use this type of team-based education. Yeah. And we're offering it two different ways. Um, We have a half day offering where we just teach like it's a three-hour class right like the course part of the energetic boundaries and what that means basically everything that we've talked about in this episode the full day offering is attaching a breathwork session at the end of it Mm -mm. um which is so good and yummy but um and the breathwork session would be an opportunity yeah to like go into a deep meditative state Use your circular breath to kind of tap into that body wisdom. Breathwork is a great place to process new information. And so to put it on the tail end of the class like that really gives you a chance to A, super practice the things that we just taught you, but also B, in start to pull that into your body wisdom and process all of this information in a really, um, yeah, like safe and supportive way. So I'm so excited about it. We are teaching it at the Midwest Hairstyling Awards the day after the show in a hands-on class. Which is Monday, September 19th. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, so at y'all. the Midwest Hairstyling. What is time? I know, right? What's happening? At the yes, Midwest Hairstyling Monday. Awards. Yep. Um, we're going to be teaching it for $99 a head, which is a stellar deal. If you guys are interested in getting involved, tickets are available at the link in our bio on Instagram, on Facebook, on the YouTube. All you got to do is get to our link tree 
it's the very first option there. And make sure you're following, um, at the Midwest Hairstyling Awards, um, make sure you're following Vilma, make sure you're following Uncensored Beauty KC, because a lot of this information is on those social media posts as well. Yeah. And just as a additional tag to this whole thing, if you're interested in doing some of this work one-to-one, Jessica and I do this with individuals that are just wanting their own personal coaching on running their own energy and holding their own energetic boundaries. So if you're not part of a team or you're not part of a workspace or you're not working behind the chair, like this is also for you. And uh, yeah, like we do free consultations with people that are interested in learning how to use these resources. Hell yeah. Oh my gosh, guys. I'm so excited about working your badass energy. Like I feel like this is the culmination of two years worth of work to get to this place (laughs) where we're like creating this really powerful offer that's going to help move things in a big direction. Yes. You guys have a fantastic week. We love you so much. Talk to you soon.